Hello, welcome to Meditating the Word. I'm so glad you're here on this journey through the Bible in a year. If you'd like to download a copy of the reading plan, it's from blueletterbible.com. You'll find a link in the notes. I'll be reading from the World English Bible. We are in month four. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, why not do that now? Just click on subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. This is Day 93. Today, we are reading from the Book of Judges. The Book of Judges, chapters 10 through 12. After Abimelech, Tola, the son of Pua, the son of Dodo, a man of Issachar, arose to save Israel. He lived in Shamir, in the hill country of Ephraim. He judged Israel twenty-three years and died, and was buried in Shamir. After him, Jair, the Gileadite, arose. He judged Israel twenty-two years. He had thirty sons who rode on thirty donkey colts. They had thirty cities, which are called Havath Jair to this day, which are in the land of Gilead. Jair died and was buried in Kaman. The children of Israel again did that which was evil in the Lord's sight and served the Baals, the Ashtaroth, the gods of Syria, the gods of Sidon, the gods of Moab, the gods of the children of Ammon, and the gods of the Philistines. They abandoned the Lord and didn't serve him. The Lord's anger burned against Israel, and he sold them into the hand of the Philistines and into the hand of the children of Ammon. They troubled and oppressed the children of Israel that year. For eighteen years they oppressed all the children of Israel that were beyond the Jordan in the land of the Amorites, which is in Gilead. The children of Ammon passed over the Jordan to fight also against Judah, and against Benjamin, and against the house of Ephraim so that Israel was very distressed. The children of Israel cried to the Lord, saying, We have sinned against you, even because we have forsaken our God and served the Baals. The Lord said to the children of Israel, Didn't I save you from the Egyptians, and from the Amorites, and from the children of Ammon, and from the Philistines? The Sidonians also, and the Amalekites, and the Maonites oppressed you, and you cried to me, and I saved you out of their hand. Yet you have forsaken me and served other gods. Therefore I will save you no more. Go and cry to the gods which you have chosen. Let them save you in the time of your distress. The children of Israel said to the Lord, We have sinned. Do to us whatever seems good to you. Only deliver us, please, today. They put away the foreign gods from among them and served the Lord, and his soul was grieved for the misery of Israel. Then the children of Ammon were gathered together and encamped in Gilead. The children of Israel assembled themselves together and encamped in Mizpah. The people, the princes of Gilead, said to one another, Who is the man who will begin to fight against the children of Ammon? He shall be the head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. 
Now Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty man of valor. He was the son of a prostitute. Gilead became the father of Jephthah. Gilead's wife bore him seven sons. When his wife's sons grew up, they drove Jephthah out and said to him, You will not inherit in our father's house, for you are the son of another woman. Then Jephthah fled from his brothers and lived in the land of Tob. Outlaws joined up with Jephthah, and they went out with him. After a while, the children of Ammon made war against Israel. When the children of Ammon made war against Israel, the elders of Gilead went to get Jephthah out of the land of Tob. They said to Jephthah, Come and be our chief, that we may fight with the children of Ammon. Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, Didn't you hate me and drive me out of my father's house? Why have you come to me now when you are in distress? The elders of Gilead said to Jephthah, Therefore we have turned again to you now, that you may go with us and fight with the children of Ammon. You will be our head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, If you bring me home again to fight with the children of Ammon, and the Lord delivers them from before me, will I be your head? The elders of Gilead said to Jephthah, The Lord will be a witness between us. Surely we will do what you say. Then Jephthah went with the elders of Gilead, and the people made him head and chief over them. Jephthah spoke all his words before the Lord in Mizpah. Jephthah sent messengers to the king of the children of Ammon, saying, What do you have to do with me, that you have come to me to fight against my land? The king of the children of Ammon answered the messengers of Jephthah, Because Israel took away my land when he came up out of Egypt, from the Arnon, even to the Jabbok, and even to the Jordan. Now, therefore, restore that territory again peaceably. Jephthah sent messengers again to the king of the children of Ammon, and he said to him, Jephthah says, Israel didn't take away the land of Moab, nor the land of the children of Ammon. But when they came up from Egypt, and Israel went through the wilderness to the Red Sea, and came to Kadesh, then Israel sent messengers to the king of Edom, saying, Please, let me pass through your land. But the king of Edom didn't listen. In the same way, he sent to the king of Moab, but he refused. So Israel stayed in Kadesh. Then they went through the wilderness and went around the land of Edom and the land of Moab and came by the east side of the land of Moab, and they encamped on the other side of the Arnon, but didn't come within the border of Moab, for the Arnon was the border of Moab. Israel sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Amorites, the king of Heshbon, and Israel said to him, Please, let us pass through your land to my place. But Sihon didn't trust Israel to pass through his border. But Sihon gathered all his people together and encamped in Jahaz and fought against Israel. The Lord, the God of Israel, delivered Sihon and all his people into the hand of Israel, and they struck them. So Israel possessed all the land of the Amorites the inhabitants of that country. 
They possessed all the border of the Amorites, from the Arnon even to the Jabbok, and from the wilderness even to the Jordan. So now the Lord, the God of Israel, has dispossessed the Amorites from before his people Israel. And should you possess them? Won't you possess that which Chemosh, your God, gives you to possess? So whoever the Lord our God has dispossessed from before us, them we will possess. Now are you anything better than Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab? Did he ever strive against Israel, or did he ever fight against them? Israel lived in Heshbon and its towns, and in Aroer and its towns, and in all the cities that are along the side of the Arnon for three hundred years. Why didn't you recover them within that time? Therefore, I have not sinned against you, but you do me wrong to war against me. May the Lord the Judge be judged today between the children of Israel and the children of Ammon. However, the king of the children of Ammon didn't listen to the words of Jephthah which he sent him. Then the Lord's Spirit came on Jephthah, and he passed over Gilead and Manasseh, and passed over Mizpah of Gilead, and from Mizpah of Gilead he passed over to the children of Ammon. Jephthah vowed a vow to the Lord and said, If you will indeed deliver the children of Ammon into my hand, then it shall be that whatever comes out of the doors of my house to meet me when I return in peace from the children of Ammon, it shall be the Lord's, and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. So Jephthah passed over to the children of Ammon to fight against them, and the Lord delivered them into his hand. He struck them from Aroer until you come to Minith, even twenty cities, and to Abercheramim with a very great slaughter. So the children of Ammon were subdued before the children of Israel. Jephthah came to Mizpah to his house, and behold, his daughter came out to meet him with tambourines and with dances. She was his only child. Besides her, he had neither son nor daughter. When he saw her, he tore his clothes and said, Alas, my daughter, you have brought me very low, and you are one of those who trouble me, for I have opened my mouth to the Lord, and I can't go back. She said to him, My father, you have opened your mouth to the Lord, Do to me according to that which has proceeded out of your mouth, because the Lord has taken vengeance for you on your enemies, even on the children of Ammon. Then she said to her father, Let this thing be done for me. Leave me alone two months, that I may depart and go down on the mountains and bewail my virginity, I and my companions. He said, Go. He sent her away for two months, and she departed she and her companions, and mourned her virginity on the mountains. At the end of the two months, she returned to her father, who did with her according to his vow, which he had vowed. She was a virgin. It became a custom in Israel that all the daughters of Israel went yearly to celebrate the daughter of Jephthah, the Gileadite, four days in a year. The men of Ephraim were gathered together and passed northward. And they said to Jephthah, Why did you pass over to fight against the children of Ammon, and didn't call us to go with you? 
We will burn your house around you with fire. Jephthah said to them, I and my people were at great strife with the children of Ammon, and when I called you, you didn't save me out of their hand. When I saw that you didn't save me, I put my life in my hand and passed over against the children of Ammon, and the Lord delivered them into my hand. Why then have you come up to me today to fight against me? Then Jephthah gathered together all the men of Gilead and fought with Ephraim. The men of Gilead struck Ephraim because they said, You are fugitives of Ephraim, you Gileadites, in the middle of Ephraim and in the middle of Manasseh. The Gileadites took the fords of the Jordan against the Ephraimites. Whenever a fugitive of Ephraim said, Let me go over, the men of Gilead said to him, Are you an Ephraimite? If he said no, then they said to him, Now say Shibboleth, and he said Sibboleth, for he couldn't manage to pronounce it correctly. Then they seized him and killed him at the fords of the Jordan. At that time, 42,000 of Ephraim fell. Jephthah judged Israel six years. Then Jephthah the Gileadite died and was buried in the cities of Gilead. After him, Ibzan of Bethlehem judged Israel. He had thirty sons. He sent his thirty daughters outside his clan, and he brought in thirty daughters from outside his clan for his sons. He judged Israel seven years. Ibzan died and was buried at Bethlehem. After him, Elon the Zebulonite judged Israel, and he judged Israel ten years. Elon the Zebulonite died and was buried in Aijalon in the land of Zebulun. After him, Abdon, the son of Hillel, the Pirithonite, judged Israel. He had forty sons and thirty sons, sons who rode on seventy donkey colts. He judged Israel eight years. Abdon, the son of Hillel, the Pirithonite, died and was buried in Pirithon in the land of Ephraim in the hill country of the Amalekites. Father God, again, your word is sometimes difficult for us to read, but we will be faithful and trust that you will give us revelation on the difficult passages so we can take the lessons we need to learn and apply them to our lives. We know from scriptures we have already read that you take vows seriously. And in the account of Jephthah, the importance of not making rash vows is driven home. His daughter, his only child, was sacrificed because of his rash oath. And we see her obedience to her father, even unto death, just as Jesus was obedient to you unto death on the cross. May we also be obedient, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you know we're on Facebook? You can join our community there and share your thoughts about today's reading. You'll find a link in the notes. I want to encourage you to stick with us, even in these difficult passages of Scripture. It's sometimes hard to read about the holy wars and the disobedience and its consequences. But I believe you will be blessed by reading God's Word daily. If you know someone 
who would enjoy reading the Bible with us, why not invite them to join us? And please take just a moment to rate and review this podcast. Thank you for joining me, and know that I'm praying for you as we journey through the Bible together, and I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.